0: I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. The price of gold has come down a bit from last year's all-time highs, but one ounce of gold today still sets you back more than $1,600. Ten years ago, that same ounce was worth only about $300. Bucks. With inflation like that, who wouldn't want to start up a gold mine? One company is getting ready to do that in Scotland. If all goes according to plan, Scotland's only gold mine will begin operation sometime this year. The project has its critics, largely because the mine sits inside Loch Lomond National Park. The world's Laura Lynch went to check it out.
1: At the end of a long dirt road set among the craggy hills and mists of the Scottish Highlands, Chris Sankster unlocks an iron gate... That is the gateway to gold.
2: No particular safety instructions other than it's wet, it's muddy, and the floor's a bit uneven. So.
1: Only the headlamps on our helmets light up the dark tunnel as we begin the walk down, about half a mile, to where the first vein of gold appears.
2: Um, the resource we have at the moment is about half a million tonnes of, of rock, which contains just under five tonnes of gold and around 25 tonnes of silver. Um, and that's what the mine is, is built around.
1: That's edging up toward $300 million worth of gold, depending on market prices. Sangster's company, Scotts Gold, won approval from the park authorities by making one big promise. They'll restore the site when they're finished.
2: Mines are transient beasts. We'll be here for 10 years. Uh, then we'll disappear, and at the end of 15 years, you won't particularly see that we've been here.
1: As we emerge from the darkness back out to the breathtaking beauty of the hills and valleys, Sangster shows a keen awareness of his surroundings.
2: Can you see the green fields there? That's basically where you can see it from. The the approval for the
1: mine came only after the first proposal was rejected. The second time around, the restoration plan was deemed adequate. What's unusual about the mine isn't just its location inside park boundaries. From the start, the company had the overwhelming support of the locals who love the majesty of the park, but aren't so fond of the tough economic times in their village. At the Green Welly rest stop in Tyndrum, customers can stop to buy gas, a snack, outdoor hiking gear, and just recently, a new product. This is Tyndrum Gold, and it's a 15-year-old, spayside, single malt whiskey. It's a very good whiskey. We had a whiskey taste in here. Um, one night, and this bottle that we tasted was finished on that night because it was so good. Shauna Oakston has sold most of the 600 bottles of this special edition Tindrum gold, named for the mine in case you missed it, to the locals who are pretty happy to toast the new endeavour. Oakston has seen the young people leave Tindrum for work. She thinks it's well past time to dig the gold out of the rock. Because it's there, why not use it? You know, because... You need gold, people need jewellery, and if a gold mine's there, I think it's a good benefit for everybody round about. So residents hope it will mean jobs and economic development. There's already talk of a tourist centre. Julie Moore also believes in the project. How many, how many beautiful hills do you want? How many beautiful walks do you want? This is, they're actually going to put this back. When they're finished with this, after 10 years, you won't know there was a gold mine there. The mine was first staked out in 1985, but abandoned when the price of gold dropped earlier this century. Since then, though, the price has soared doubling since 2008. That's made for a new gold rush both here in the natural splendor of Scotland and in the glass and concrete heart of London. This is recycling on a very expensive scale at the London office of Goldsmiths. The company has been around since 1327, certifying the value and purity of gold. A worker dumps a tangle of gold chains, bracelets, earrings, and even false teeth into a smelter. Those are the ingredients. Bake for about 20 minutes at 1,000 degrees, pour into a mold, and you get this.
2: That is a very heavy gold bar. This is only nine carats. That's probably worth oh, like, 80,000 pounds.
1: That's worth 80,000 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> as david mary cradles the bar it doesn't look like those shiny smooth bricks of gold stored away in vaults it's unfinished pockmarked and dull but it's certainly valuable mary says they had to buy a new smelter about three years ago when the price of gold went crazy now they melt down more than three million dollars worth a week
2: when it first started it became such a bit of a madness that we were getting things like Crimea War medals and First World War medals and things like that, which you would expect to be family pieces. But uh, it's that price of gold. If you're hard up, you need to get your money from somewhere. And that's exactly the route people took.
1: Back in Scotland, another metal gate opens on another hillside. Dorothy Breckenridge, owner of a company that organizes hikes in and around the park, pauses to gaze out at the land that's become her livelihood. I've had people coming from all over the world uh, and they are absolutely gobsmacked at at (laughs) the variety and actually just the the wildness of of the landscape. Breckenridge is dismayed by the plan to go ahead with the mine. She sees it as part of a trend driven in part by the craze for gold. It's a gradual encroaching of, of this fantastic natural asset that that we have in the scenery and landscape of scotland and that's not being accepted as a viable long-term necessity for scotland this windswept land is generating a debate about where its value really lies for those promoting scotland's only gold mine it's about what lies beneath for Breckenridge and others it's more of an untouchable place no matter how tempting the glitter of gold For The World, I'm Laura Lynch near Loch Lomond, Scotland.
0: Head inside the mine in Loch Lomond Park and see how company officials have tried to reduce the impact of its operations. Laura sent us a slideshow, which you can see at theworld.org.